0: It's, it's a, it's know, a the ghosts games. have a party and they start singing this chanty song and oh all.
1: yes they start chanting in the dark thank <laughs> you everybody <laughs> They're They're out the dark and ghosts come out to socialize
0: and now <laughs> <laughs> I'm the captain now <laughs> coming to you from the K2 studios in San Diego California This, this sounds girl. great you sound
1: amazing I always sound amazing.
0: It's the world famous Everybody kid not like BFS Chris and Christine Show Hey, what's happening, everybody? How are you guys doing today? You know, thank you so much for listening. And I am Chris,
1: and I'm Christine, and welcome to the 101st episode of the Chris and Christine Show. This is awesome.
0: We are actually on the 101st episode, and to be a little funsy game today, we actually switch positions. I am sitting in this side of the room, and Christine is sitting on that side of the room by the computer. Okay,
1: and they don't understand what this and that means. What that that means is I did not give Chris a choice. I took control of the control panels. What? But now all he's doing is staring over my shoulder at the screen behind me. Ladies and gentlemen, never put an individual that has ADHD with like visual stimulus when you're trying to get them focus on auditory.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Well, that's why I do it so well, baby. Because uh-huh, I'm yeah. a professional like that.
1: But would you like to tell everybody why we switched roles today and why I get to be the producer?
0: Because Christine wants uh, to do it because I, we had, well, obviously we <laughs> had a little bit of a discussion <laughs> of whether or not we should even do the podcast today.
1: Yes, we had a little bit of a heated discussion because we started podcasting in pajamas this morning and, you know, maybe, maybe. we
0: started maybe, this morning. We started this morning. And it's happening, what time right now is it? Like nine ten o'clock at night?
1: I don't know. It's late. The sun is down We're definitely not... We're about to get back into pajamas, but... uh, It's a
0: 24-hour podcast.
1: (laughs) We decided to take a step away from podcasting because sometimes when you find that thing that's like the trigger of the tension in the relationship, you just got to like step away. And give it a break, and let it breathe, and come back to it when you're ready to engage with it again. Right? Amen,
0: sister. I love it so much. And this feels weird sitting over here <laughs> and looking at you down there, and like it's weird role, role reversal here. I
1: know. And I, how does it
0: feel being the captain's chair? By the way,
1: well, it it's not the captain's chair; it's the queen's chair today. It's my okay, throne. Okay. Um, but it feels good, and I kind of like the setup over here, although I don't like the fact that you're, like, staring over my shoulder at the monitor the entire time. It's kind of annoying. I'm well, like, Well, that's what you like, do. It's like when you go out in public, and you're a lady, and a gentleman is, like, not looking at your face, but looking at your other body parts, and you're like, Who no. Who
0: would do, do that? <laughs>
1: you're like, look up here. My eyes are up here, not no, down there. It
0: reminds <laughs> me. I saw a meme of this t-shirt. It was, like, it was so funny. It was, like, a woman with bigger breasts, and it said, <gasps> well, don't look at my eyes, and the picture had, like, pictures of someone's eyes over her breasts. I thought I was looking at oh your eyes. Oh my gosh,
1: Chris, this is a PG. You can't be saying that kind of stuff. Oh,
0: well, get to PG.
1: No, that is not PG. No, I'm oh. sorry.
0: I take that one back.
1: Yes, you need to take But it hey, back. how has your
0: week been, baby? Uh, you know, this last week. Well, thanks
1: for cutting me off. Um, my week. Oh, actually, tonight was fantastic. So, first of all, I had a big wedding last weekend and um it was it was amazing and it went so well. And the wedding biz is it's popping. Like it's I'm going to have to shut it, not shut down the business, but like take a pause on any new clients soon because it's just like a deluge of new clients because everybody's like, we got to get married before, you know, Delta variant comes and shuts th- everything down again. Oh, and- why wow, didn't think about that? Yeah. And so there's all these people that are booking, but then it's like there's the brides that had to delay their wedding for a year and a half and then the brides that were planning to get married. And then the couples that fell in love during COVID and oh, it's like four groups of individuals and it's just so much right now. But I am so grateful and having so much fun with it. And uh, started mentoring a new up-and-coming wedding coordinator this week, who's going to be freelancing with my team. And so, shout out to Adriana!
0: Adriana, what's yeah, happening? I hey, actually yo.
1: played the podcast for her a little bit when we were on our way home. Oh, from, you did? Yeah, when we were coming back from the garment district yesterday in LA, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, you guys are so funny!" Which uh, which
0: episode you play for? Uh,
1: I think it was ninety three. It was uh the Mexico trip. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was at the beginning, which is interesting because at the beginning of that episode, we'd had a little bit of friction before that, and you. Wow can really? tell because i'm very snarky yeah. and you're like da, 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 and i'm like i'm mm, <laughs> not having it yeah
0: <laughs> well that's how i roll baby
1: yeah so this week has been great and then i had this really great find today uh in the wedding industry there's this i don't know there's different themes for weddings like different i call them vibes and approaches that brides take so there's like the classic elegant like white flowers very clean very like Classy, upscale-looking, and there's some that is a little bit more like gardeny and natural. And there's this really big vibe in the wedding industry, and especially here in San Diego, and it's called boho.
0: Boho, interesting. Now you got to tell me what is a boho? Those are there bows?
1: I think you need to stop right there because I can tell where this is going. Oh, no, there are no on. bows. So Boho stands for Bohemian.
0: Of course it does. Yes. And so I knew that. Oh yeah. It's it's this whole
1: vibe in weddings where it's like um, like flowy dresses and like um, fall kinds of colors, like uh, oranges and browns and very, Wait, like, earth tones. orange
0: wedding dress?
1: Not orange wedding dress.
0: Wow, where would you find that at?
1: Orange, you glad I love you. <laughs> that's what it's called. Orange, no, glad but, okay, me. so my big find, as we're going back to this, is in the boho vibe, there's um, stuff that's really a big part of the decor, and it's called pompous grass, P-A-M-P-A-S. And in San Diego... It just so happens to grow in the wild. Oh, wow. Pompous grass in the wild. And so what ends up happening is you have these brides that want pompous grass in all of their arch installations, in their bouquets and everything. But, you know, if you live in any other area of the country where it doesn't occur naturally, then you're paying like, oh, you can pay anywhere from when it's off season, like, on the, on the small end, the low end, like $5 a stem all the way up to like $15 per stem. I thought it was
0: like $25 a stem.
1: No, it's like $25 for a bundle right now wholesale, but I got the hookup. So uh, there's one of my buyers at a wholesale company that I work with out of Carlsbad where I get some of my florals. He has all of this pompous in his backyard because what happens is it's, um, it's considered an invasive grass. And Ooh! So it doesn't sound good. No, it's not. So it's actually outlawed in Hawaii and one, uh, one or two other states where you can't like if you're going to have any type of floral decor, you cannot ship pompous grass in there because it's it spreads so quickly. The little um, seeds they look it kind of looks like a um, like a dusting wand that you would use to like dust the. Like the
0: chandeliers or whatever. Yeah, the
1: chandeliers or whatever, but it's a grass and the little pieces of the little dusty part, the little fluffy head of it, they come off in their seeds and then they, they transplant. But it has such a hardy root system to it that once it roots, you can't get rid of it unless you like burn it and dig it up. And so... It has these really hardy stalks on it. So why
0: do people want this then? It sounds like a demon of a grass.
1: <laughs> well, it might be a demon of a grass, but it adds this bohemian, whimsical look to a wedding. And so in San Diego, what ends up happening is right around mid-September or you know, beginning of September, pompous grass will start to pop up all around. Like you'll see people stopped off the side of the road and like, cutting down pompous grass especially brides because it's a really it's a really popular wedding decoration but from my wholesale company that I work with one of well the account manager that I work with were Instagram friends or whatever you call it followers of each other and he was advertising that his pompous grass had just bloomed in his backyard and he has a huge property and he was selling them and get how much he was selling them for
0: well first off he said they're five dollars a stem normally yeah so, no, well, that's off-season or on-season or?
1: That's off-season. Well, that's well, that's right now. So, it's like $24.50 50 for five stems right now.
0: Okay. And you got them for? Well,
1: he was telling me they were $1.70 a stem for a bundle of five. It was like $15. But he had 15 bundles and nobody else had reached out to him. So, he sold me all 15 bundles for only $100, which gave me 75 stems. And they're five feet tall. They're glorious. And
0: they're big, too. Like the big, massive ones, too. Yeah,
1: they're so fluffy. And it's like, I felt like from uh, Despicable Me, it's so fluffy. <laughs>
0: oh, what? Okay.
1: <laughs> the little girl when she's at the um, the little fair and she has her little unicorn that he wins for her and she goes, it's so fluffy. <laughs> oh, I, I've never seen
0: that. The, I, what? I, you... mi- I missed that one. I'm sorry.
1: You've never seen Despicable Me? No. How are we married? I don't know. I don't, um, I don't know. I don't know. But she's so fluffy. It's so <laughs> fluffy. But it reminds me of that. And so I was very, very excited because I have like five brides that need the pompous grass. And I was really nervous of if I was going to be able to get it within their budget for them. And I was just like ready to go source it out in the wild. And it's like florists in the wild, like hiking through the hills on like public land and like cutting down the invasive grass. But now I have... 75 stems of pompous and it's Ooh. all drying in the buckets on the back porch. Nice. Yeah. But that was my week. I mean, work's been pretty good. Kind of like- oh, oh, Christina is
0: really killing it when it comes to her wedding stuff. She is doing amazing work. She had a, her first big wedding last weekend on Saturday. Right. That's why we podcast on Sunday. Today's Sunday also, speaking of which.
1: Yeah. But I had a couple of really big contracts come in this week for full service wedding planning and for floral. And so- yeah, it's just I'm very grateful for it, but I'm also very grateful for my regular job, too.
0: Well, of course, without that job, this job wouldn't happen. And without that job, the podcast wouldn't happen. So really, we be all be thankful for our regular day jobs after exactly. all. Until the day does come when these fun jobs like our uh, YouTube and say uh, – you know, podcasting. You know, empire grows, <laughs> and we actually make more money than working. And then it comes the other way around.
1: Well, you already do earn some income off of the podcast, right? Shh, quiet. Now. <laughs> but, anyways, enough about ho- my week. How was your week going? Oh,
0: it was great. You know, um, you know, it wasn't too bad. I actually, had a few big things happen this week. Over oh, the last really? Week. Well, one thing was I bought my three seventy Z about three years ago from a dealer that did a
1: full. Check- what kind of a dealer is it? Like a. Hey, come into my garage and I'll like
0: sell you something. And some watches too under a jacket. <laughs> I think he had those Let too. me
1: sell you something. Let me sell you something.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, no. So I bought them from a dealership that actually did a full like um, inspection on the vehicle before they sold it to me. It was actual like a used lot kind of a thing. Oh, okay. And so they said the brakes were changed out before I bought the car. So I was like, okay, the brakes are fine. And ever since they had the car, the car has always had like kind of squeaky brakes. And but they, you still bought it. I know. I know. Why? I, cause I'm a sucker. right? I, you know,
1: I wanted because a- you wanted it so bad That's that you true. were willing to was- let go of the red flags. That is a life lesson, right there, Chris.
0: Thank you. And there wasn't a lot of them available for sale in the city. Let's be clear on that. anyway.
1: Oh too. gosh, that is totally like a parallel to the dating life. It was kind of squeaky, and there was red flags, and there weren't a whole lot. When that, you know, field that. Well, I was it's looking like at. if you're on a deserted
0: island and you're like you and like two guys, and the only choices you have are like Bob and Bob, and they both have like you know Chris, problems.
1: Be appropriate, please. I am being very appropriate. Okay, go so ahead. So, anyways,
0: the call has always had brake issues and i take it in they say the pads were at the appropriate level they they look great they were fine but they make noise I'm like why would the brakes make noise if they're fine this doesn't sound right so after a couple years Did they
1: tell you it was just like the tin man where they just needed to get like a little oil can i don't know
0: like- well actually you, you shouldn't put oil on your brakes really your w40 a <laughs> <I'm actually laughs> fire but anyways really it, yes well uh, w forty is uh, flammable, right?
1: Oh, and because of the heat, oh, uh, oh, you see, you, you yeah. learned something new. Okay, so yes. you got, you got your car. Three so years anyway, ago.
0: yeah. So I got the car, and it's always had problems with the brakes, where they make noise. So I decided to today, uh, decided last week, to take it into another auto shop that's a pretty uh, reputable auto shop in the city of san diego okay um so i took it over there dropped it off i said hey guys this car makes very much, a lot of noise with the brakes i don't know what's wrong with it can you guys just take the brakes apart and just take a look and see what the problem is if any pads or whatever if i need rotors any rotors whatever you guys can do just check it out and let me know what you think
1: okay wait you seriously went in there and said Take it apart and tell me what I need. You didn't tell them, I think it needs this, this, and this. Of course, they're going to, like, sell you, like, a new Mercedes.
0: Uh, Well, they they did not. But what they did do was they say, well, we'll... We quoted me a few different prices really cuz uh-huh. the, the first price if you do the pads it's this price if you do the rotors and the pads it's this price and if it's if it's the higher end version of the brakes which I don't think it is but it could be it's this it could be this price.
1: Oh, so they told you like you were going to need to do like here's the basic and here's a step up and you could have to go like really high level we're just preparing you for it but it probably doesn't have those upper high quality brakes on it. But then what happened?
0: Well, turns out, I took it in there, and they obviously did hear the sound because the guy told me (laughs) when he was back in the car out of the parking space over there, the entire auto shop heard the noise (laughs) of the brakes. They're that loud. When you are cruising all that long, they are super, super noisy, really squeaky. And I I said, that can't be normal. So anyways. Yeah.
1: Every time you back out of the driveway, it's just like so loud. I'm like, it's so irritating. It's like like that.
0: It's so loud. and. But the brakes work. They're not like when you step on them, they don't have any braking. They do physically do work.
1: They just are noisy.
0: Right. And that's the thing. So anyway, so how much
1: did it cost you to get rid of noisiness? <laughs> A lot of
0: money, actually. <laughs> A lot so of money. So you were
1: just irritated with the sound, even though the brakes worked. And how much did you end up shelling out?
0: Well, OK, here's what happened was.
1: No, no, no. no. I want bottom line.
0: Uh, out the door, uh, 1400 and... What?
1: Just to make a little noise go away?
0: So $1400.
1: I'm going to start squeaking. Can you throw $1400 my way? Well,
0: turns out (laughs) it needed new brakes, new pads, and new rotors and new parts. And these are not normal brakes.
1: But wait, there's more. So when they quoted you out, could they say, okay, well, we can replace it with like the basic level breaks or did they upsell you? Cause you no. know, everybody talks about women going to the auto shop <laughs> and like getting the wool pulled over their eyes. But I'm wondering about this, Chris, did they upsell you? No, they didn't
0: upsell oh, me. They oh, just replaced getting uncomfortable. What they did do is they replaced all the parts with original OEM manufacturer parts for that vehicle. Oh and wow,
1: that sounds fancy.
0: It does sound fancy. So it- they
1: didn't just like order a replacement part from Amazon?
0: Uh they might have I think about <laughs> it. That's why it took so long. But no, what they did get was all new rotors, and the rotors on that vehicle are special material. I think they're like unobtainium or Cri- something. Unobtainium. <laughs>
1: What is that one uh, oh, vib- vibranium. They're,
0: they're of vibranium? Yes, they are. They're made of vibranium. They're made of vibranium. But it would, if they were made of vibranium, they would not have broken. They have been like, you know, perfect or whatever. Yeah. So anyways, these vibranium knockoffs <laughs> <I, I'm, laughs>
1: what
0: well, brakes I have, I had to get replaced, and they are a Brembo braking system.
1: A what? Is Bre- that that sounded like the Boho Weddings. A Boho braking system? They're Bo-
0: Brembo brakes.
1: Okay. Can you break that down for me?
0: I think I can. Brembo brakes.
1: No, no, no. I mean like... What is it? <laughs> I didn't mean you're such a dork. I meant, like, could you tell me what it means? Well, the Brembo braking
0: mean, system, the brakes are like the. That's crim- a tongue
1: twister. Brembo, Brembo.
0: I know. They are the high uh, premium brakes you'd find on uh, sports cars and fancy high end uh, luxury cars and things of that sort.
1: Oh, oh. So like, this po- is-
0: like Porsches have them okay, and this is Ferraris h- have this them. This is
1: hilarious. Now, I have a very important question for you Did they show you. That your car actually had Brenbo brakes before they upsold you to it, or did they just tell you? It has these brakes and you have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think a little bit on the latter half. Oh, oh, the truth comes out. But. So they could have actually had. I like, did ask
0: that question. I did say why. Why? Because a normal Brembo braking system will be a red caliper with the word Brembo right in front of it. And You'll yours see,
1: didn't have that.
0: Mine did not. Mine had Nissan and they were gray, but they look like Brembo, like the same Brembo size and everything. Right. So I said.
1: So wait, if it looks like a duck and it smells like a duck. It's probably a duck. So if it if it looks like it's not Brenbro, Bremb- Bremb- Bren, <laughs> Brenbo, I'm just gonna call it bro breaks or bow breaks. If it if it didn't look like it, and yet they're telling you that it has them. And you just went along with it. I, I'm not understanding here. You just went along with it because well, you I wanted do know the Ferrari that, brakes?
0: Yeah, something like that. So I know <laughs> that I know that the Z had a few models of the Z. There's a Nismo okay. version. There's a touring model. There's a sport package. There's like the basic package. I do believe mine's either touring or the sport. Now, if it's a sport one, which so I think it is, the sport package came with the upgraded braking system. You can look that up.
1: Okay. And So, so the, I, do you have the red fancy thing on it now?
0: No, it just has the regular. They use the regular Nissan ones. Oh. But it does have the Brembo braking system. They are Brembo brakes. But
1: you don't get the red flashy thing. I know. So I, want that, the
0: red, I want the red flashy I
1: know, thing. because if you're going to pay for all of that money, it's like getting it's like getting guest jeans and like having not, the no label on the back pocket. It's true.
0: It is very true. Or Levi's or whatever. No, for, no not, Levi, people, not For us poor people. No, understand. but I'm
1: telling you, it's like guest jeans or it's like getting a coach purse but having no coach emblem on it or getting like... The Louis Vuitton purse that has no Louis Vuitton. It's exactly
0: right. It's exactly exactly
1: that. So you just paid all this money to have these super fancy breaks, but you don't even have the red little... What is it called? A caliber?
0: Yes, yeah, caliper. Anyways, Cal- it's, it's, no, it's like is the Is it cover- caliber
1: like, a, like it's a higher caliber or is it caliper?
0: Cal- caliper. It's the, um, the part that goes over the brake pad. You can see it from the, through the rim. You can see it. So it's like it. a
1: case for it?
0: Kind of, yeah. Oh, like okay. the outside part. Usually yeah. the, the fancy, the like Ferrari ones are really fancy, like yellow looking. Oh, they're really cool looking.
1: Yeah. And
0: the, uh, some of the Porsche ones look like that too. Oh, I did not get slotted rotors, by the way. I, just I don't got- know what
1: that means, but okay, people. <laughs> make a big deal out of it. Come Comment on that because Chris really wants you to know you heard that part. Say it again. You didn't get the the
0: slotted rotors.
1: Wow. You're getting very nerd level for us. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay.
0: Those rotors have holes in them. They look like like a basically the rotor is basically a disc and the brakes grab that disc and slow you down. Okay. The the slotted rotors are the high high money ones. Usually they have holes in them to disperse disperse the heat.
1: So wait the more expensive things have holes in them. <laughs> is <isn't> that weird? <laughs> okay, so basically what you ended up doing, if I can sum this up for everybody out there that's listening in podcast land, is you took your car in and you didn't really know what kind of brakes you had, but you relied on them to tell you that you had the fanciest brake system and then they put the fancy brake system on, but it doesn't have the flashy case on it. I know. So uh. basically... They sold you a Mustang in a Pinto shell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> something like that. Something, something like that. Yes. Something.
1: Thank you. So um, do you think you got taken? No, but
0: actually the good news is the brakes work great and there's no noise at all, which is kind of weird driving it now. When I back it up the driveway, like I backed it up today to, to wash it, I was like, something doesn't feel right. Something doesn't sound right with this car. Oh, I know. It's not making any noise. It's so weird.
1: But wait, did they show you the old brakes to prove that they actually could Actually, no,
0: no, they didn't. What, what happened uh, was, I guess the brake pads were okay, but the actual rotors, those uh, carbonite uh, fancy- Vibranium. Vibranium mm-hmm. rotors were overheated. And because they're overheated, the metal's like some kind of, some chemical process. But anyways, it got messed up. I don't so know.
1: So they pull, oh, I really hope that these guys didn't pull a number on you and actually just put like- like some type of lubricant on the, the rotors to make it like spin. I really do hope that you can like get under there and see that they actually did something. I did
0: look at the rotors and you can tell they're brand new. They look brand new. I thought know what the old ones look you, like. And
1: that's not them just putting like jewelry polish on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They jewelry polish
0: my rims or my wheel. My you never rotors. know.
1: You know, people can be shady. That's why as a woman, I always have to be super careful when I go into like shops and I'll ask them to keep all of the parts because I'm always concerned that they're not going to fully replace things. Not that I'm saying that people are like dishonest, but as a woman, I've had to learn about when they talk to me about things like that and try to upsell me on products that I make them physically show me what those other things were that they're taking out instead of just relying on other people to like randomly tell me and then have me shell out fourteen hundred dollars well the vibranium
0: uh, well the parts alone were nine hundred dollars
1: for the hobo (laughs) brakes yes (laughs) (laughs)
0: they're called called brembo to hobo (laughs) hey so speaking of that because i had to shell out fourteen hundred dollars that's a
1: lot of money for
0: brakes for a car i barely drive
1: well i so wait fourteen hundred dollars That you were shelling out. But I needed
0: the brakes anyways. You think about this. The car needs brakes. The
1: car... Well, I get... Okay. The car needed brakes, even though the brakes were working fine. It was just noisy. But okay. It's a convenience. So, they didn't actually need them because you got them checked out not that long ago. And they said the thickness of them was okay. But the rotors had to be replaced, right? Right. Okay. So, so you paid $1,400. But recently, didn't you just, like, buy us tickets for some big event? Like, are you... Big question for you. I know you're making some money on this podcast. You never really let me see how much, but did we get like a big sponsor or something? Oh, well, I'm working. Like, where's the money coming from?
0: Uh, well, the, the money happens to be coming. I heart. Uh, God bless these I heart people at our I heart. No, we're not on the payroll. In fact, we actually are not going to be able to make it to the big iHeartRadio radio festival this year what? what what happened I bought tickets for the festival and because of this massive break job I would have to get that money back from the tickets
1: so are you like What Uh, okay, so are you going to like exchange them or does somebody have to buy them from you? Well, at
0: first thought, I I was thinking, like, I got to sell these tickets and sell them because the whole Delta variant with the whole coronavirus going on right now.
1: Coronavirus, Coronavirus. you just said that. that. Coronavirus, no
0: corona going on. That I don't know how many people are actually going to festivals. I just heard a major band the other night canceled all their shows just because of Delta. Wow, so
1: I don't know how I don't like flying Delta either.
0: Yes, that's what it was. (laughs) So I'm thinking that maybe because uh, that big band is pulling out, that a lot of other big bands might start folding. And if those start folding, those tickets are pretty much worthless. I mean, they may say that only, oh, we got one band still playing. Yeah, but like, who cares that band? I came to see these other bands. And the reason why I go to iHeart is to see all the big acts. Right. And there were some big acts this year lined up. I mean, they're not like massive, massive acts. There were some good acts that were lined up. But um I just I just got worried about that and dropped money on the car and then Christine says you can't make it this year because she's got a wedding she's doing on the same exact weekend.
1: Yeah, on the same weekend. But I told you and I was like, Well, you that's okay, you could take your sister or whatever, but I think you were looking at hotels and oh, yeah. when we'd gone to Vegas like a summer or so ago, they were like giving away hotel rooms, but what you were looking in the area it like on the strip, but not like it wasn't like the Bellagio and the Venetian, but you were looking at like Excalibur and some of the I don't want to call them B rated, but they're New York, not... New York,
0: and like right. the MGM Grand and uh.
1: And what were what were they going for? Oh, four to
0: five hundred dollars for the one night. Are you serious? Yeah, for one night. We've
1: never paid that much.
0: I know. And then the, that's crazy. That Vegas,
1: was... Vegas. We're already losing our money on your slot machine. I know. I know, people, I know people.
0: I know people will say. They'll say, "Yeah, you can get rooms for twenty dollars a night. Yeah, on a Wednesday middle of no random some random week, right? But um, iHeartRadio Festival night that was the night we we're looking at. And I was trying to find something that was close by to the uh, venue at the T-Mobile Arena, which happens to be sitting right next to New York, New York. So New York, New York was like, I was like, if we can stay there, it would be perfect. And that was going but for, but of four, course, it's going
1: to be super. expensive. yeah, it was like
0: four or five hundred bucks a night. Yeah, and that's not including." Air travel, which I didn't even look at airlines yet. And then food. Oh, then food and then Uber like, rides. This is
1: so expensive for food.
0: Oh yeah. So and I gambling. Was like, well, that's if we even did gamble, but I was thinking, like, I would need to dish at least another $1,000 just to get there. Yeah. <laughs> so so I'm like, you know what? With Delta and all these little variables, and now, now the car needed brakes and all that stuff, too. And then
1: I couldn't go with
0: you. And my love could not go with me because it would be disastrous she could not go with me.
1: Uh So because Christine
0: couldn't come with me, I was like, you know what? Let me see if I can get rid of these tickets. And I tried selling them. No luck. But then I remembered I bought these tickets with some kind of insurance policy. So, yeah. I called the insurance company. I looked up everything I needed to prove that I bought the tickets, right? all that stuff, and I forwarded it over to the insurance guy, talked to the guy on the phone. His name was Joe, although he didn't sound like he was an American. For some reason, he's not like he's from India.
1: That sounds very racist.
0: Well, he said his name was Joe, so I don't know.
1: Okay, his name is probably Joe. You don't need to make <laughs> microaggressions. We, okay, okay. We have lots of conversations about this. No, no stereotyping. I'm just saying. I, I, he doesn't sound like... He Joe's was, waiting for your apology.
0: I'm sorry, Joe. But then, yeah. hey, Joe, hey, Joe, seriously, hook me up. You owe me that money <laughs> from the, the insurance. I bought the insurance on these tickets. You owe me that money. Yeah. So, so they're going to review the case and see if they owe me the money or not, and then hopefully they'll pay me back the money.
1: That would be great. And, you know, the nice thing is because I'm super professional with my business, I do have a contract documenting that I wouldn't be able to attend. And you did buy that other ticket for me. And so I hope that they will look kindly on that because this bride did have to reschedule because of COVID. And so it's like kind of unavoidable for a lot of us, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad that you had some good things, or were they good things that happened this week? Would you consider the brakes a good thing?
0: It is a good thing. I'm gonna probably drive the car this week at work and uh, to work. Maybe I'm hoping um, drive it and, and not be also embarrassed when I pull into the yard at work. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I'm like squeak, 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 squeak. Chris is here, so I'm leaving. Squeak,
1: squeak, squeak, squeak. Chris is leaving. Uh,
0: <laughs> it, it's so embarrassing. So it's uh, but now I'm gonna feel good because the car is super silent, and I'm sure the I haven't driven the car far. So stealth mode. Yeah, well, I haven't taken the car on a road trip yet, like, further than, like, the mile to the shop and back. Right. So, I don't know how they're going to handle it, like, on a freeway and things like that. I'm sure it'd be great,
1: though. Yeah, maybe, like, try it around town a little bit so you can just get familiar with how the new brakes feel so that you don't kind of overdo it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that would be a great idea. Well, I'm glad that you had a good week, and I really do wish you luck when it comes to the iHeartRadio Music Festival Uh, But one other exciting thing that we had this week is we had a great interview with some friends from the podcast that wouldn't die podcast. (laughs) What are you laughing about, Chris?
0: Because you forgot the name of the podcast, baby. It's a podcast that wouldn't die. No,
1: I was trying to think about the (laughs) I wish you would have died podcast. And I was like, no, it's not called I wish you would have died podcast. But it's called the podcast that wouldn't die. And why is that?
0: Because they do a podcast about horror movies That's um, where people die. Well, I think so. Yeah. But
1: their podcast won't die. Amen, sister. Yeah. And so we're going to be back with the podcast that wouldn't die podcast right after this. Hey there, K two crew! We love having you as our loyal listeners. To keep up to date with what's happening behind the scenes, check us out on social media.
0: Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter.
1: And don't forget to follow our Facebook page. Yeah, tag us in your favorite fun
0: stories, and guess what? You might just end up on the show. Ooh! -ooh. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in that dinner rut? You know, like, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? Well, with HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those lines at the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With 25 recipes to choose from each week, there's something for everyone
1: to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Some of those recipes are chicken and biscuit pot pie with carrots, celery, and fresh thyme, figgy balsamic pork cutlets with roasted green beans and rosemary potatoes, lemon cream chicken cutlets plus dilly potatoes and green beans, and taqueria pork bowls, which is a takeout favorite. With Corn Esquites, Sour Cream, and Cilantro.
0: Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping, on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit.
1: And welcome back, everybody. Today, we have not one, but two VIP guests. They are co-podcasters, and get this, a brother and sister dynamic duo. Welcome to the show, Kevin and Erin, from the Podcast That Wouldn't Die podcast. <laughs>
2: Thank you very much. Please take your seats, ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> oh, sit down, everybody.
1: I know. They've been building up the anticipation for this for weeks for you two to show up. Thank you so much for being of course. here. We Absolutely.
3: Rolled out, we Aaron, rolled out the red Aaron, carpet.
0: Aaron and Kevin, how was the plane ride over here, by the way? <laughs>
3: <laughs> we just teleported like in Star Trek. That's oh,
0: right. That's how you guys do it. So you guys are both podcasters. Fantastic. We're all podcasters here. How long have you guys been doing a podcast?
3: About a year we're and on, a half. Yeah, right? we're on our 100 and something episode. Like 105th, I think. 105th. And yep. before that, we had a YouTube channel. I should say Kevin had a YouTube channel to be Movie Club and I would uh be a featured artist uh, every now and then. <laughs> <A>
2: featured artist.
1: <laughs> now, what was your art? Was it interpretive dance? Was it graffiti art? Was it, it was standing as a statue? It was mostly forcing
3: Kevin to watch movies that, that he would never want to watch. <laughs> and and oh, really? we'd riff on it. I made him watch like what What was it? It was uh, Wings of Desire by Wings Wimber. Wings, oh, no. Bender, Wings of Desire it. for the B-Movie Club. Oh my man. goodness! It's
0: Italian horror movies. So, are those are those like Italian horror movies are they like those Italian westerns? <laughs> kind
2: of Italian
1: I mean, westerns,
3: a, same thing. Well, I they maybe they spaghetti
0: westerns. Maybe
2: yeah,
1: right. spaghetti horrors. They call them ya- giallo. What? So, what are you guys telling me right now? Like, no, they don't do Western movies in Italy. But no, that's, they, that's a point.
2: In the point. It's like, the yeah, you know? they did. Oh. with Clint Eastwood. That's how he got uh, famous. With no, the, was it the really? Good, the Bad, and the Ugly? Yeah,
3: yeah. they yeah. called spaghetti westerns because they
1: were Italian.
0: There no. you go. Yeah, and they ate spaghetti on lunch break. I heard too. <laughs>
1: Now you two said that you've recorded over a hundred episodes, and recently Chris and I just finished recording our one hundredth episode. Did you do anything special to celebrate your? We 100th episode? We absolutely did not. Oh.
0: <laughs> why not? That's a big one. You got to like, well, the like a milestone, something big.
3: I know you would think so, and maybe if we were closer together. But most of the time, can't, I'm sorry, my mic just fell on the ground, so I, I'm trying to reattach it as as I talk. But um, high tech. M- most Such of is the time life. Kevin's home with three kids, so we like record and then he has to jump off or we, we we just try to grab the time when we do it so we don't have time to celebrate. Perhaps he can send me a gift. I do have an Amazon
0: wish list. <laughs> oh, what is on that wish list, by the way?
3: Oh, you know, it's all artsy fartsy stuff. When I, when I'm not recording podcasts or having a full time job, I'm also a photographer and an Ooh. artist.
0: Ooh. Really? What
3: kind of camera do you have? I have about a million. I was I just going to say, a how whole many? Polaroid collection. Yeah. Ooh. Polaroids, huh? Oh, yeah. Polaroids. I've got some Instax. I've got 35 millimeter. I've got medium format. I've got 4 by 5. I got it. I'm the queen of the estate sales.
1: Oh, that's amazing. And what do you love to photograph the most? I like to
3: photograph People and like street photography,
0: like, Ooh. Ooh. like you go into the city, get that urban feel of like the corners and the graffiti type stuff. The
3: urban part of Bakersfield
0: is there. An urban part of Bakersfield? <laughs> it's very <laughs> urban.
3: It's all urban. urban. Is that, is there, that there, where the there cattle are? They're the two. They're two blocks where you can pretend that maybe you're in an actual city. Wow. I, no, but like in Iceland, uh, <laughs> I I took my I took my. Um, a medium format just to take pictures out there because then I'll create it like a little zine or something and try to sell it on Etsy.
1: So wait, you you just mentioned Iceland. Do you have a a second house in Iceland or why were you there? Because
3: I needed to
0: get out of
3: America after (laughs) being locked up for COVID for so long. (sighs) Wait, you
0: left during the middle of COVID?
3: Interesting. I slid in there right before they re. Uh, it's, it was supposed to be the cleanest place with low, low um, instances, and I'm already vaccinated. But I, I actually got in there right before they raised their mass ma- mandate. But oh. I mean, you're outside all the time. It's all about you're by yourself. It's nature. So I figured if you had to go somewhere during COVID. Out in nature would be the best place.
0: That
1: or maybe Mars. I don't know.
3: <laughs> Mars, yeah. My, Mars might be too hot. This was like the high, it was like 58.
1: Oh, that's glorious. It I love glorious. that. Some cool weather, especially living in Central California during the mm-hmm. summer for you. Must have been exactly. a nice reprieve. Now, Kevin, uh, where are you joining us from in the world? Uh, beautiful downtown Irvine. Ooh, Ooh fancy, fancy
0: pants over there.
2: Is there
0: a downtown? I don't uh, think so. Are you next to the, what's the big wheel, Ferris wheel mall over there? What's it called? Spectrum. Spectrum. Are you close Uh, to that?
1: Uh, Probably about 10 minutes. Not too bad. Yeah, I drove by that last night and my friend was like, I didn't know that there was a fair up here right now. (laughs) And I was like, no, it's always there. She didn't believe me. It's always a fair in Irvine. Yes, it's always a fair and full of fun. Spectrum, yeah. Spectrum's a fun place to go. We like to eat there every once in a while when we're driving through. Yeah, we'll it's stop nice.
0: by there. We'll, we'll see the Lamborghini and the uh, valet and, and <laughs> yeah. things like That's that. That's me. Oh, is that your Lamborghini? <laughs> see, I, I knew it, it. Next
1: time, wave. Uh, yes, I did. And you didn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Kevin, what do you do for fun and for a living up in the big city of Irvine?
2: This is an excellent question. I am an eighth grade English and drama teacher. Whoa. Yuppers. And for fun, uh, this is what I do for fun. This is my hobby. I watch uh, horrible uh, science fiction and horror movies, and then I get to talk about it. So good times.
1: That's so fun. Now, first, I'm going to tackle the first part of that. As a middle school teacher, I was a middle school principal for a number of years before I moved down here to San Diego. Do you love middle school?
2: You know what? I, let me tell you the story. <laughs> no, 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 It sounds bad. Anything that has to be prefaced. Well, I was at an elementary school, our oh. teacher, for like 10 years. And then there were budget cuts that you might remember. And they actually fired like half no. of the elementary schools because of class size reduction. Um, so they brought us back as sixth grade, which in uh, Long Beach, which is where I teach. It's middle school. It's, it's middle school. So we had people who had been teaching kindergarten for 50 years, now being forced to teach sixth grade. People were having panic attacks. I, I would too. Uh, really? Yeah. What happened to the sweet babies? What uh, I don't
0: to know the if they're sweet. sweet at kindergarten, I don't know how sweet they are. I've seen kindergarten <laughs> cop. I know what's up.
2: That's,
0: <laughs> that's an accurate portrayal. That's
2: how we do it. Um, but I'll tell you what, I love middle school. I dig it. I didn't think I would. They're great because they're, they're just old enough. That it's like you're, they say, instead of learning to read, you're reading to learn. Right.
1: Do you know what I mean? And there's this blend of a certain level of innocence and a certain level of sass. And it's like the perfect (laughs) combination where they keep you on your toes and are just snarky enough. Yes. But they still want to, like, tell you the good things happening in their life or, you know, want a shoulder to cry on when, you know, they got dumped by, you know, whatever jock that you know, was at the school. Right. I Middle school, so I, I worked at a, a number of different levels and at a number of different school sites. And I would tell you every day of the week, if anybody offered me another fantastic job to be a principal of a middle school, I might just go back there. I No. I don't know. I'm working at the county level and <laughs> administration right now, and I love uh-huh. it. But yeah, it it takes heart and a special calling to work in the middle because they yeah. are just all kinds of weird, and it just does my soul good to be around them.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, no. It, it is dynamite. It is dynamite. I love it.
1: Awesome. And so how did you get into podcasting, Kevin?
2: Um, how did I get into podcasts? This is interesting because my uh, my kids are all into TikTok and those sorts of things. Um, I just love uh, talking about movies. And it seemed it was a new technology at the time when I started doing uh, the YouTube. The YouTube. It's been a really, while. Really? Did you, <laughs> did you, get, in, was did you called, get in
0: back in like the did. early 2000s?
2: It wasn't. <laughs> let me put it a different way. It was new to me.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Cause I, cause I, I thought I started YouTuber early because of my original YouTube channel. I did that thing back in like. Uh, I think it was 2005.
3: But do you call it The YouTube? Or Minute 2008, yeah. I don't know. You call it the YouTube, the YouTube when
0: you're on
1: your way to the Walmart. The
0: YouTube. It a was. YouTube. And actually, the YouTube icon was a picture of a television set. <laughs> mm. That's a long back I go.
1: Yeah, you're <laughs> an old man. I,
0: I was actually in it before Google bought it.
1: Okay, wow. there oh, you yeah. go. You're like a pioneer. I, so, I was. So you're PG, pre-Google. Uh, yes. <laughs> I like got a, a t-shirt nervous. made and everything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, so you- <laughs> uh, i started doing it and because uh, frankly no one wants to talk about the movies that i want to talk about so it seems like a good idea to kind of uh go on youtube at that time and talk about it in kind of an interesting way
3: and if i may interrupt truth Please be told do. you were a theater arts major i believe at san diego state
0: Ooh, san cr- diego state local local guy here go aztecs that's what i'm saying <laughs> Good times. Fantastic.
1: So what? So you mentioned like people don't like the movies that you're interested <laughs> in. Um, would I be interested in them? Probably not. I think you Probably not. Tell me. Uh,
0: are they on Hallmark Channel during Christmas time? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not.
1: Yeah. Let me let me ask you. So does the plot line go like nothing bad happens? Uh, somebody stumbles into the arms of her mysterious long lost love. Yep, and he's a prince. They're married forever. And he's a prince and has a castle and whisks her away. And she never has to they wash they a dish again. And they never
3: argue. And they never right. disagree. And, and there's it's no, always
1: sunny. And there's no real climax to it. It just makes you feel no, good the, the ol- whole time. The only, the only climax
0: is that they have to buy that one special gift. And the store closes in five minutes. Oh. And <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. Uh,
2: that's yes. it. Well, she returns to her hometown. And there's that rugged scoundrel. And they don't get along at first. But through song and dance, they, they realize they're meant
1: to be together. That's
3: right. How we do it. The end. That's
1: right. Is it that kind of movie? Because I'll totally listen to your podcast.
3: It's no. totally like that if there was also an axe wielding maniac. No. Otherwise, it's exactly
0: yes. the same. I think I've married one of those before in my past.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's vicious, Chris. That's horrible. <laughs> it's a movie. Okay. So, I married an ex murderer There you go. There, there you go. go. Hashtag boom. I've there never you go. seen that movie. Uh, oh, I, that, that was huge in the 90s. Uh, I saw that many times. Oh, well, so tell us what types of movies you enjoy, Kevin, and we'll figure out whether or not I like them.
2: Well, what we've determined is that movies I liked when I was a child uh, are not always the movies I like as an adult.
3: Because they're really god-awful, and you reflect back on your life thinking, what was wrong with me at the time that I love this movie?
0: Yeah, a lot of movies movies do that. You'll think, like, does this movie hold up? And you watch it again, you're like, nope, sure doesn't. You're, like,
3: cringing. You're like, oh, I told everyone about this at the time. It was the greatest movie ever.
0: So what kind of movies, like, can you name off some ones that you uh, particularly like that most people may not like?
3: Oh, this is Like good. movies, general movies he likes or movies that go with our we'll start, podcast? Let's we'll
0: start with normal movies first and we'll weed into the uh, the podcast ones. So nor- well, normal movies you like, no one else likes.
2: I think they go hand in hand. I feel that they're all normal movies, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Uh, one movie I always talk about is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Of course. What? It's it, Right. This is the one. That does not have Michael Myers in it. So people are always confused when they watch it. They're like, when's Michael Myers appearing? When's Michael Myers appearing? He's not in this one. So
0: the big giant teaser for the next movie is what it is?
2: Well, okay. We're going to get into the weeds here. Originally, (laughs) John Carpenter, who was the director of those first two movies, was like, well, I'll come back if we make it more of an anthology tale. You know what I mean? Where each movie, it's kind of a different story that deals with Halloween. The problem is that third one did so poorly at the box office that no. they immediately reversed course and brought back Michael Myers for the fourth and so on and so forth. So it's just this weird outlier that's right in the
0: middle. Hey, Christine, what was your ver- what, what did you take from that movie when you saw it?
1: Uh, <laughs> I've never seen one of the Halloween movies. Okay, I, here's the truth comes out. I don't watch scary movies. Oh. I'm so sorry. I know. it's too bad. It's true. It's true. But you get the opportunity to change my mind here. So Ooh. this is the the pitch for Christine to watch horror movies. Well, s- first of all, Halloween 3 Kevin sing the song. <laughs> yeah.
2: Have a happy
1: Halloween. Halloween,
0: Halloween. Halloween. Hallow- <laughs> it, it's Have
1: one of the <laughs> That is going to haunt me.
3: Okay. Yeah, and it plays through the entire movie. So it just gets inside your brain. It's like a, a TV commercial to wear these crazy masks. Well, the masks basically are to melt the children or take over the world or some nonsense. But oh, they keep man. looping this song. So like a week later,
1: you're like, all of a sudden, have a happy Halloween. <laughs> it's it's the it's a small world of the horror movie circuit. Hot, yeah. There you 100%. go.
2: No well, I mean, and it's so sad because the movie is so low budget, they just ripped off London Bridge is falling down for the tune.
0: Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they are hiring composers for this. You know
0: what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, John Williams is busy that day. I think they f- <laughs> do that film. So, uh, other than the Halloween movies, what other movies that are like horror related that you're really kind of into?
2: Well, what else? We uh, we also talk about science fiction movies. Oh, so good. We, yeah, we don't discriminate. Um, there was a movie that we discussed that Aaron absolutely loves called The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Oh my
3: God, that is so, that is the worst, Kevin.
2: Oh
0: <laughs> my about, what, God, I hated
3: that movie. What's wrong with it, Aaron? Well, it starts off solid, solid, solid because it has Queen doing the score. So the opening credits are like, bang, you're like, yeah. And then the story begins. Oh my God, it is just so Ridiculous and over the top. Aaron, that's actually Flash Gordon. Oh, oh. Am I mix it up with Flash Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I blacked out all of Buckaroo Bonsai because at least Flash Gordon would be like a crazy, fantastic kind of RuPaul br- drag brunch but buckaroo <laughs> bonsai i can't even tell you i think halfway through the movie i stopped taking notes and started looking at facebook oh wow so the what, card it washed cardinal- over you yeah i wa- it washed over me and then i needed to get the hand sanitizer but Gosh. Uh, but that's the cardinal sin for me if i if i pick up my phone and look at facebook that means
0: i'm bored i think it's for most people though too so um you're uh, so for our sci fi movies, are these older movies or do you have any newer stuff in your mix?
3: We do. I it try all. to get Kevin to mix it up a little bit more. Like we did um, Saint Maud uh, recently. That was re- relatively current. We, yep. we Especially with Corona, now that they're streaming all the latest things from home, we're trying to incorporate that in now too.
0: Right. We like did the, the
2: latest Conjuring movie. The latest uh, Conjuring. Oh. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay, yeah, it's more of a horror movie, isn't it? More like a, like a demon kind of movie, right?
3: We are more heavy horror. We we say we're science fiction, but there are just not that many that are really good.
0: Oh yeah, you know what? You know what? <laughs> You know what they always say though, if you are a new film director or a new filmmaker, that to try the horror genre just because it's cheaper and easier to make, and right, they, and they mm-hmm. just, um, you would think some of these look pretty gross and pretty gruesome, like like chopping someone's head off, and make it look pretty graphic. Like you would think that would take money, but I guess it's cheaper doing something like that than it is to do like a like a normal movie. I guess also you can hire like the no-name actors; no one really cares. You right know, you're not gonna see schwarzenegger really and i mean you might but you know and something like that but uh well that's fantastic
3: yeah well, we mean, it's like, i mean i the, mean the the thing with the horror movies is they have to either be really good or they have to be so ridiculous they're funny as long right. as they, as long as they don't make me ill because i don't like uh slasher porn that's not not
0: my thing okay at all. I gotcha. Yeah.
3: Um. Or they, they just have to be ridiculous. Like, Ke- Kevin's the master for all the old ridiculous, hor- what was it, basket case about a guy with a, a unabsorbed uh, conjoined Mighty twin yep. Simon, that, that he carries around in a basket? Yep. That 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 the parents tried to detach and now it crawls around like New York City? Now that's ridiculous. Of that's course, so
0: bizarre. That is ridiculous. My goodness, that would never happen. Come on now. Aaron, <laughs> you picked
2: that one, by the way. That wasn't my choice.
0: You know, the worst of all of them I've seen. Okay, I'm pretty w- sure it was like, do you want this one or do you want this one?
2: That's possible.
0: I'm going to mention a movie you probably have seen or at least heard of, and it's probably pretty, pretty gnarly. And I only watched it to like halfway point, then I turned it off. And that is the human caterpillar.
3: Oh, oh, no. We no. keep threatening each other with that, but then we threaten can't each ever other pull with the it, trigger. Get, oh, for going to, I'm going to choose <laughs> human caterpillar next time. If yeah. you make me watch Lethal Weapon, we're going to do human caterpillar when it's my turn. But then we can't ever pull the trigger. It just, no it, way. Psychologically, it's
2: just too much. Okay. That's a bridge too far. So,
1: But I have a very, very important question. So the two of you live several hours away from each other. And you talked about selecting these movies. And then you have a podcast about movies. But if you're not in the same place... Do you like watch it and stream it together and have like a virtual distanced date, movie date night? Is that a thing? How do you do this?
3: No, we don't do that at all. In fact, we never speak except when it's time to do the podcast. We literally record the first half hour is all our planning and discussion. And then we edit that out. No, he watches it in the middle of the night and I try to watch it in the morning so I don't have bad dreams.
2: I mean, we each take notes, like our own separate notes. But then we just turn on the microphone and let her rip.
0: How do you guys guys do it through Zoom, I'm assuming?
2: Uh, No.
3: Uh, Go ahead. Zencaster. Oh, got it.
1: So, Aaron, you mentioned that you watch it in the morning so you don't have bad dreams. So that leads me to wonder, are you still, like, scared of scary movies? So, well, here's the
3: weirdest thing about us doing a horror podcast is that... Kevin and I, when we were younger, were very fearful children. So I could just like w- see an ad for a horror movie and my parents would always be like going out to a cocktail party or something. And I'd be like, please don't go. Please, I'm too scared. Yeah. Uh, ridiculous, you know? And then we lived in like some mid-century modern house. We grew up in Palm Springs. So, and and then how do you fortify all those sliding glass doors in case the zombies come? I mean, (laughs) I wouldn't go in the pool after I saw Jaws because I thought there'd be a shark in the swimming pool in Palm Springs. I still do. Uh, No question. I I don't know how it ever turned. I think it's like people who've gone through a, a traumatic experience and, and you have to be exposed and exposed and then eventually it just doesn't have the impact anymore or i've taken the power away who can say it's
2: <laughs> cathartic it's cathartic but i, I want to add on to what you said i remember walking around like video stores like blockbuster or the warehouse you want to go way you know way back and you'd see the boxes on the shelf
0: Oh
2: the yeah.
1: boxes would
0: give me nightmares. Oh Bro, yeah, like the Friday Thirteenth boxes and like all that Absolutely. stuff. Halloween. I would just
1: avoid those whole aisles because <coughs> same thing. And sit to this day, I can't watch previews for scary movies. I plug my ears and I close my you know, eyes. Let me, let,
0: me, let me tell you how extreme Christine is here. You guys, we all live in Southern California for most part. You know, you know, a little place called Disneyland
1: i uh, love me some well, disneyland don't rat me out man <laughs> christine really on blast to
3: this here. day
0: we'll never ever go on the haunted mansion
3: i wanted to get married at the haunted mansion that's the best thing in all of disneyland no. it
0: really is i just saw a documentary last night on disney plus about the haunted mansion nope
3: not happening oh come
0: nice. on it, it's, so, oh, it's never. so it's like it's a not wo-
3: it's not scary it's just it's a not. world of
0: wonder that's what most
1: people say
0: it's not it's really more like a fun. It's a, there's a little bit of scare to it. But see, it's mostly fun. See there's fun. a
1: little bit of scare. That's enough. A but little bit to you is like a lot. I don't think there's any scare there. I don't even like the Roger Rabbit ride.
3: That's not scary well, at all. No all likes that. Is like true that. Yeah, th- <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I can handle. I've never been on Splash Mountain because that looks too scary to me. But I will literally just loop around and get right back on the Haunted Mansion because it's not scary. It's just fantastic to imagine how they put all that together with the dancing ghosts in the ballroom. And but they're real. That was so. That
0: was so amazing to watch. That you know, and, and funny thing at Disneyland, have you ever noticed if you go on the ride lately? Well, they've been closed, but somebody actually took a pellet gun. And shot the glass that separates, uh, spoiler alert kids, how they pull off the ghost room ballroom. They use something called Pepper's Ghost. It's an old effect where they have glass and they have lighting. And they kind of shine the light on the object and it makes it look like it's outside the window like if you're in a car and you see the light just right sometimes it's like you are outside the window but you're really right, in the car. right that's exactly how they pull effect off so somebody shot a pellet, pepl- a, a pellet gun at the Damn, glass kid. and made it shattered it those windows are like five million dollars something like that to get them out what so they had oh. to um so what they're over you know us, it's you know, not five million it's like really expensive
1: so which means five thousand
0: uh, no it's a lot of <laughs> these whole these whole rooms are massive like a big <laughs> warehouse full of glass So anyways, it has to be super, super clean and clear. So what they did was they put a little like fake spiderweb like over the crack area to kind of make it look like it's a spiderweb there. So or something like that to pull it off, so they didn't have to haul the window out because they couldn't really do well, that.
1: Well, I will never see it. So, oh come on, babe. I will never go. But this girl is definitely terrified. and the stretching room. The
0: stretching room so awesome.
1: No, nope.
0: oh, it's so cool, oh, man. I, yeah, it's a, the,
3: the elevator. Oh my god! And then and oh, then, then the alert. lights go out, and the guy <laughs> the guys up at the top oh, and the rafters
0: hanging, and there's a screechy oh, sound. Thank oh, you. And, all. and the voiceover. Oh, and the voice the and, voiceover is no, great. No, oh. I'm gonna
1: walk out you guys are scaring me
0: Oh, this not room okay. has no windows was and no doors like, this was
1: made in like the
3: <laughs> 1950s Ugh, even so worse I- imagine 1950s horror it was like, <laughs> like the time of the exorcist
0: no it was not <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, it-
3: have you guys- I remember The Exorcist was on TV, and I was trying to watch it in the back room, and my mother was so traumatized when, when it first came out that she could not stand the fact that even the TV edit was on in the house and threatened to ground me if I didn't turn it off. Oh, that's Christine
0: Fire right there. She would have done the same thing.
1: Do you know what happened this weekend? So I was up with my parents, spending time with them, and I was talking with my mom about... Um, hanging out with different friends when I was growing up and I finally confessed that I got to watch the movie It when I was like 12 years old. you talking th- a
0: TV version though. Right, uh, the made-for-TV movie.
1: With, with the Walton boy in it.
2: Jack Tripper was in that one.
0: Yes, yes. And who, who played the clown? It was... Um, Tim Curry. Tim Curry, Tim yes. Curry,
1: Rocky Horror. Oh, I don't know, but I just know that the neighbor had me over and like convinced me that my parents would say it was okay and played <laughs> the movie for me, and I was petrified. Not to mention that I snuck off and I went to go see uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare with a group of girlfriends when I was in middle school, and my parents had no clue that they took us to the movies. I like scrounged around for quarters to be able to buy my movie ticket so they wouldn't know. I would not even walk out into the parking lot and stand next to the parked car because I was afraid that like my ankles were going to get slashed. Like this is how extreme right. this is. And
0: she won't go on the Our, haunted mansion.
3: The haunted mansion is 1% scary compared to a newt nightmare. Ugh. Yeah.
0: It's more fun. It's like
3: it looks so cool. It's you just know? fun and fanciful. It's very, it, yeah. It's people it, in Victorian garb, ballroom dancing, and mirrors stretch, but it's
1: all cartoon. And the very stuff. end
0: of the ride, it's all fun and fun games. It's all like a big, a big party.
1: It's ghost games. It's, it's a, a know, the, the ghosts games. have a
0: party and they start singing this chanty song. And oh all,
1: yes, they start chanting in the dark. Thank <laughs> no, you, everybody. Groom, in the dark, the ghosts come out to
0: socialize. There you go. That's it. Well, Oh. I love it. I'm so glad. If I had the you, song, I play it, but I don't. I'm so, so glad
1: you're all rejoicing in my pain. Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: have
3: yeah, it's on the ride. Literally, oh, the best oh, part of Disneyland, and the
0: best part is when the ro- the ghost rides home with you.
1: Yes, when he's yeah. sitting next to you. Oh yeah, good times.
0: Oh, he rides with you at the car at the very end.
1: My point exactly. <laughs> I do not watch horror movies. I will not go through a haunted mansion.
0: Ugh. but uh, let me, let me tell you though i can't i can never go on those really scary like walk through like haunted houses you
1: did that one the Dwa- the walking dead one at universal that studio was, uh, yeah it was those is are that like upsetting. a horror movie or is it, it like yeah, it's kind of
0: like that
3: yeah it's more upsetting because they're gonna come and get you yeah they chase <laughs> versus you versus
2: i can turn my tv off he took right, a- there's actually a person in makeup chasing you. That's that's different, I guess. Yeah,
3: they used to have a big one here, and literally a, a guy with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and a, ch- a live chainsaw uh. was chasing me. And my ex husband was gone. He like took off. Oh, I and would too. I'm trying to get out, and I've now tripped and fallen. And <laughs> I was like, what a freak
2: out! Not a live chainsaw, Aaron.
3: They took it <laughs> was a, it was a live chainsaw. They'd just taken the chain off of it. Okay. So the the diesel was b- billowing out of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they had those haunted houses here too in downtown, and uh, I've only gone to one, and I will never go again. Let me tell you that much. Because uh, it, it I don't was like,
3: upsetting.
0: It is very scary because these guys are running out, and and they've got these really. If you think it the haunted mansion literally is like a Disney to kids ride versus you know it,
1: it's nineteen fifty right. scary. So yeah. let me put this in perspective. Those walkthrough experiences for you that are scary, that's what happens in my brain after I watch a scary movie. So, how do and you tell me that? That's what happens this? in my brain. Yeah. So, yeah. why do you do it? Why do you put yourself through it, Aaron? Well, Is now it just I've for the tra- love of your brother? Oh, <laughs> no.
3: Well, I do. I would drag my cousin along because I do go see horror movies if it looks like it's going to be good. Because, you know, I want to be scared but not traumatized.
0: Would that be you know, like if the Eli uh,
3: Roth is, is, is attached oh, yes, to it. We're yeah. gonna pass on that.
0: Oh, you don't like his movie? You don't like that no, uh, the cabin ups- one he did, or what's it one? What is it, it was it cabin not, fever?
2: There's cabin fever, there's uh, hostel. The, the issue with these movies is they're more I, I like at a youth hostel. Yeah, we're not down for gruesome, you know what I mean?
0: Okay. What about like the Grunge? Was it Grudge or Gringe or Grudge? Wasn't one oh, was the... The, grudge. The, grudge.
2: the
3: Grudge? We do
0: like the Japanese horror movies. They're very disturbing. I've only saw the American versions of that, not the uh, the original versions. We
3: watched, I think, the original Grudge. Yes, we did. Didn't it was called yeah. Ju-on the Grudge. Yes. So, do it you, was are those still like disturbing? In, are
1: they in subtitles? So, like, you have to pay extra attention to everything because Correct. you're having to read it while you're watching the gore.
0: I, I'm yep. opposed to dub movies, so yeah. <sighs> Well, did you guys what about the ring movies? It was like how oh, the Rings-
1: ring was so messed
3: up. I didn't <laughs> see the original, but I did love the first one. It was just so it was just so weird. The the thing with the Japanese horror f- films is it's, it's something new and we don't know the rules. Like we know the rules of Friday the 13th and we know the rules of like kind of like American horror movies or serial killers or all that. With the Japanese it's a whole different story. So you don't right. know what's going to happen.
0: Right. And you don't know that the ghost is hidden on the VHS tape. Spoiler alert. <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
0: Oh, the <laughs> ring was Seven great. Days.
3: The, oh. when the horses were freaking out and jumping off the ferry. Every time I go to Seattle now, I, I'm looking around for, what was her name? Sir, Sir Marma? Oh, is that the girl in the well,
0: right? The girl the,
3: or something. Samira, or something. And she something cleans, cl- like that. climbs
0: out of the television set. That's,
3: oh yeah, with that, that spider crawl, <laughs> with the long black hair.
0: Ah! Oh yeah, that would freak you out if you saw this little creepy girl. Nope, like, nope. Don't
1: out. even talk about no, her. No, you'll never no, make it. You'll nope, never not make happening. It. <laughs> so I think, I, I think the ghost
2: movies are among the scariest because there's yeah. no, nothing you can do. There's no door you can lock.
1: Like, like the one with like Demi Moore ghost. I saw that one. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Horrible, scary movie.
3: That was terrifying and for other reasons.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You in danger, girl.
1: (laughs) So there's this movie that I saw and I never saw the ending of it and I would love it. I don't know if it's considered a horror movie, but I'm going to tell you like what the basic premise of it is and if I can remember pieces of it, but I'll have to like set it up for you. So I was on this flight, cross country, and... Or maybe even not cross country. It was like to a couple other states or something like that. And I got into this movie, and it's starring Halle Berry, and she's like a phone operator. And I think there's like a serial killer, and she's like
3: lo- or something,
0: no, like no, no, no,
1: looking no. for like a little girl that's gone missing. Ooh. And she's like in the trunk oh, of a car.
0: Yeah, she's an operator at the Day or something, right?
1: I don't know. So I I Kevin? had like ten minutes left of the movie. I and know. they ended it because they did the overhead, like, prepare for landing oh. to this day. That was, like, seven years ago. Hey,
0: honey, I don't think that's not really a horror movie. I'm sorry to tell you. Oh. It's like, it's a, like a
2: kidnapping movie, right?
1: But it yeah. was horror. There was, like, serial killer and, like, scalps and stuff in the basement. And that's horrible.
0: Yeah. Kind I'm of reminds me think. of Silence of the Lambs.
1: I don't know. Oh, I, I
3: do love Silence of the Lambs. But she and was then like, Hannibal series was amazing.
1: Oh.
0: Have you ever seen, honey? Have you ever seen any of the Hannibal stuff? Sounds <laughs> you're so
1: funny. The Hannibal no. part, of the
0: guy eats it, the guy's brains.
1: You're you're just trying to just come up with <laughs> oh, everything no. even tonight. Even the
3: series, you can't even imagine that was on regular TV. It was is it so bad? Was it as bad as the brain it, part? It was fantastic, uh, but it was graphic. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Fantastic.
2: Oh, she's and Jillian
3: Anderson oh, from the X Files oh, uh, is in it. She's amazing in it.
0: Oh yeah. She was in the, the one in the Hannibal movie.
3: Yeah. yeah, And she's in the Hannibal series. And then it, on a, a serial killer tangent, if you've ever seen The Fall. But the no. guy from Fifty Shades of Grey plays a serial Ooh, killer. I like that in movie. The, oh, yeah, they're she,
0: talking the real horror movie.
3: <laughs> he's a serial killer, you know, and he's Irish. So this takes place in Ireland. And while Jillian Anderson is investigating as an American, I'm not sure, but it all works. <laughs>
2: The Halle Berry movie you're talking about is called The Call. By the
3: yes.
1: Way. Oh, I, I don't know what happened at the that. end. Somebody tell me.
0: that uh, I don't know. <laughs> The Call. She, an, that she, that answered the call? she answered
1: the call. She <laughs> answered
3: the call.
0: <laughs> the end. And
3: it, and it was the wrong number. The end. <laughs> Can we
1: watch that tonight, Chris? But we... wrong, wrong number? No, the call. Yeah. Oh. I really want to see the end. I really do. It was scary. It was like as scary as I could get. Can we watch it tonight? Sure. Okay, thank you. It's sure. date night tonight. So uh, yeah. He said nice. it's Lady's Choice, so Lady's Choice uh, is a scary movie. Why did I say
0: that? I <laughs> <laughs> so you guys started your podcast. You guys started your podcast right in the middle of the pandemic. You guys had to launch a podcast?
2: No, uh, we launched it. It was the September before. Or okay. Before.
0: Yeah. okay, so you guys aren't technically one of those like, hey, we're bored at home, let's start a podcast, podcast, you know what I'm saying?
2: Well, no, every- but we, we definitely started recording more often during the pandemic.
0: Okay, okay, that oh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. We
3: used to, have, before I went on vacation, we we had like, uh, we were recording during the pandemic like two a week, wow. and then we we blazed through all our, our buffers, so now we're back.
0: So is that how you got up to 104 episodes already?
2: Well, we would record, we only release one a week. But we would, like, if we had extra time because of our crazy schedules, we would just knock out two or three in one week, like record it and and then store it so that we could eventually release it.
0: Oh, okay. I heard people do that. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Okay. But very, very important question. This one goes to you, Aaron. So if you were a little bit more, I don't want to say sensitive, but affected (laughs) by. Affected by horror movies, does there come a certain point where it's like you're inoculated against any type of emotional response to it? If you've done over 100 plus episodes, that's like 100 plus horror movies. Or do you now just like look under every car and around every corner and check every bathroom stall afraid that, you know, an axe murderer is going to jump out?
3: Well, before this, I used to always listen to the uh, podcast, My Favorite Murderer. So I was already deeply invested in serial. Killers. Silly serial, serial killer related things. I can do it as long as it doesn't involve children. Okay. You know, having children just ruins you for things like that. Right. <laughs> um so no, it, it doesn't bother me, but, but now that I've taken over like our Instagram account, and so now I, I'm staring at horror much more throughout the day, I try to push it all to the morning so I have the rest of the day to refresh my brain. Perhaps I'll watch a little Jim Gaffigan before I fall asleep <laughs> to put a different image in my head. Fantastic. But Aaron,
2: let, let, let's be honest. Most of the movies we watch are not particularly scary, truth be told.
3: Well, that's true, because we tend to watch more bad movies, but honestly, (laughs) your subconscious does what it will. So you could watch a movie, and then three weeks later, it pops into your head, because, I don't know, something something happened throughout the day, and now suddenly, it's revisiting you, you know?
0: Right, like you think of something that reminds you of something else.
3: Exactly, and then all of a all you're like, "Oh, where'd you come from?" Right, like an
0: unwanted sequel. <laughs> oh. Hey, speaking of sequels, what did you think of the Scream series?
2: Oh my god, <laughs> we literally just recorded uh, our review of Scream, the first one. The first one is dynamite. It yeah, is great. And then it's a uh, steep uh, cliff. cheese fest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It really falls off a cliff quick. Let me tell you. I mean, by, there's a, they're actually releasing a fifth one next year. They have made that. five of those things already. Yep.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Wow. It's like it's,
3: the 25th anniversary. I think.
0: Well, is it the I, 20th I or the 25th? The, well, I didn't see the second one or the third one. Who was a killer in the second one? Was it one of the kids or somebody else?
3: The uh, second one, it was it was Timothy Oliphant.
0: Who it was t- he? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: He was a okay. New characters. Basically, here's the, the dirty secret: because the victims always survive, like Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox and uh, David Arquette always survive, it's always going to be like some new random person that somehow appeared in their orbit. So in the second one, Timothy Oliphant, who you might know from Justified or he was in uh, Deadwood. Deadwood. Oh yeah, or the I know that guy. yes, yes. He, uh, he's a uh, college student, because now they're in college, thankfully. That's just in a couple of their classes, kind of a wacky film student. He's revealed to be one of the killers. Then Jackie from Roseanne <laughs> plays the long-lost mother of one of the characters who died in the last movie. So those oh. are the two killers. They try to do learning. like, Wait, so like I, a like
3: Jason where
0: it's the mother. So yeah. why would the mother be involved in killing again for Kid Got Killed?
2: Oh, you know it's it's revenge, revenge. right? Her ki- her son was the killer in the first movie.
0: Oh, I I got uh, you. Now. Okay, like
1: mother, like son. Oh, That's I see it. the family thing go. they do. I get it. So <laughs> in Scream Five or sixty-five, whichever one is getting ready to come out. Um, is Nev Campbell still going to be in college? Because that would be a story. And is she, and is she a grandmother? She a, in this one. She's a grandmother now. <laughs> Seriously, so what,
3: she, she's in her forties, right? How old is she
1: now? I don't know. She's
2: 50. At fifty.
0: Is she really? It, oh, is yeah. she? Wow.
2: And is she in number five? I. Bu- what else are they doing?
0: That's true. It Good point. True. Good point.
3: It could. It really could. Is Jamie Kennedy going to be back? Because he sucks.
2: Well, Jamie Kennedy was killed in the second one, but still
3: made an appearance in the third one. Oh, he did? Exactly. How did that happen? I'm sorry. Jason's killed everyone. Michael Myers is killed in everyone. And they just keep coming back.
0: How is that even possible? Like, how do they even explain that? It's like a soap opera. They don't explain it. Do they ever explain it in the movies? I don't think they do. It's like
1: Stefano from Days of Our Lives. He always came back.
0: It okay. is absolutely I, like Stefano.
1: That's over, over my head, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin, for getting my 90s reference. Speaking I really feel of, validated. Of course.
2: Speaking of Days of Our Lives, I was in college, and we would go watch Days of Our Lives, like between classes in the dorm rooms. There was a season-long thing where there was like a ghost in the in the attic, and it was the crazy, it was like Marlena's ghost. Yes. Or something. And then there was like... We're gonna be at the bar that's literally upstairs from the police station. What? What are they doing? Do <laughs> my <laughs> like good police work.
0: The bars are hanging. The, the cops are hanging out in the bar in the you police station. I'm
2: on duty. That, well, that just
0: seems like a bad know, move. So bizarre. Well,
2: anyway, good times, days of our lives. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, why don't you guys start a new podcast about that? You know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's next. What's up with that? Well, what's up with (laughs) what's up next for your podcast? Are you going to continue with the same horror movie dissection and razzing, or are you going to branch off into an additional genre? There'll be no branching.
3: (laughs) There is an unlimited amount of horror movies. We're going to record tomorrow if if I get it together and watch uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Ooh, Uh, it's my favorite.
0: Jason lives. Jason lives. That's, that's only reason why I say it's my favorite, it's the only one I've seen. That's why. That's my favorite. I have never seen it. I assume it's going to be terrible. It, I don't remember much about it. I know it came out when I was a kid, and I saw posters for it everywhere. I'm like, oh, I want to see that. and It's coming out and, and all that craziness. But
2: uh, it's, it's Dynamite. You've got Horshack from Welcome Back, Cotter. You've got Tony Goldwyn from Scandal. Y'all oh, told, of who's course also in ghost i might i might uh mention so there you go
1: so very important question if you're getting ready to record about friday the 13th part six are you going to release it on this friday the 13th what <laughs> that is exactly what? the plan that's why Aaron has to, the to calendar. get into i year. did chris is like put your phone down i'm like i'm actually doing work right now so i was wondering about that because that would in, be very interesting to see if anything eerie happens. Well, if you're we try talking to do, about, like
3: yeah, we try to do Christmas ones, but we always—it's always at the last minute. You're like, oh, by the way, we this forget. Fri- <laughs> we yeah. forget this Friday is Friday the Thirteenth. Well, uh, since you guys
0: didn't do much, anything big for your one hundredth episode, at least you can pull some off with this one. There be- you go. Yeah, a little
2: song and a little dance. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: well- <laughs> Well, what would you love for our listeners to learn about you and your podcast? I know we've been talking about horror movies, but why should they be listening to you? Well, really, I think what we are,
3: because we're all about the spoilers, we're, a, we're like a movie club, like a book club. So we're here, you go watch it, we're going to let you know in advance what we're going to watch, and then we're going to discuss it, we're going to mock it, we're going to tell you what works, what didn't work, uh, behind the scenes, and we want you to contribute, add your two cents, what was your favorite part, who's your favorite person, we're really like a book of cause we're gonna tell you exactly what happens at the end. At least I will. You guys, you <laughs> Can't guys... always seem surprised when I when I discuss the ending.
0: Do you but, discuss uh, it up front? Do you guys yeah, tell w- up front you do we spoil it immediately or you do spoiler alert?
3: We kinda I do a thirty second uh review. I give I tell you exactly what happens in the movie. In 30 seconds, and then we kind of discuss our favorite parts, and then we got to go behind the scenes and things like that. And then our we, d- we rate should it.
2: Be called spoiler
0: alert, frankly. you <laughs> <Listen to laughs> you know we're going to spoil it. Sadly. But if yeah. it's an older movie, it's been out since forever. I, I think you're free range to spoil it all you want, you know?
2: That's how we feel, no question.
0: We right. feel
3: I- like if it just came on HBO, we're going to spoil that too, so be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up and go watch it, because I'm going to tell you what happens at the end of The Conjuring 3. (laughs) (laughs)
1: are there any up-and-coming horror movies that you think everybody should be watching i just watched the quiet place 2 on the flight
3: back and that was actually pretty good
0: i saw it too it's actually almost a duplicate version of the first movie instead of and they replaced the lead character with another character yeah you know but and, and it's kind of very similar it is um, very
3: similar, and and uh, John Krasinski is in it at the very beginning because they never really explained how this all came about. So they gave you a, a quick little version of that. Right. Very. I still don't understand why you're having babies when aliens are coming around chomping chomping people up. Exactly. Left right. Especially I, if the babies cry. I mean, I, I I love my babies, but I would have to go put it in a cornfield and and just kind of like okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, game over, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, even my teenage children, we'd be dead meat. I mean, we can I can't get them to you know, make their beds, for goodness sake. Good yeah, exactly. I, I want to
0: live on that island that seemed pretty cool over there. They'd know nothing about nothing at the end of the movie. And they had that radio broadcast podcast studio at the very end of the movie. Spoiler, Spoiler alert.
1: Spoiler alert. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the
1: podcast actually saves the day. You know about that?
0: That's right.
1: Because podcasts always save the day. There you go, baby.
3: <laughs> We're doing the but Lord's the- work. But but the flaw, we're just going to discuss that movie. The flaw in this movie is the same with the zombies. A boat came adrift and brought the terror to the island. Say what? And that's the same thing, I think, in the, was it zombie? Isn't that the same thing? But there's zombies on a boat, and and so that's why you weren't safe in the water either.
0: It just
2: takes one zombie in a boat. That's all it takes.
3: Hey, speaking of
0: zombies, speaking of zombies, what are you guys' thoughts on The Walking Dead? Okay, I burned out when they killed Glenn. Oh Spoiler alert! If <laughs> okay,
3: you
0: character. haven't gotten
3: to that part of The Walking Dead, you deserve to have it spoiled. At, at, at that point, it was it t- seemed too gratuitous. It was too upsetting to me, and I said,
0: "Dory out." Well, that was kind of my favorite season, I think, when they when they went to that <laughs> direction, <laughs> because it was whole twist on it where it now it became like like now Rick is not so much in charge anymore. He is working for somebody else, kind right. of deal. And it, and it kind of twisted around. But um, but now, with Rick being gone, spoiler alert, and it being on their <laughs> last season, spoiler alert again, that um, I think it comes out in a few weeks. Or spoiler coming. Spoiler alert. I know.
2: <laughs> well, it's just the show kind of gets repetitive after a while. Because it's like the zombies are not the bad guys. It's really the next group of humans they meet. Right. Right. Rinse and repeat. Right.
0: People are and bad. And that's
2: what bothers me the most. I don't... Like fantasy,
3: fake horror, this kind of stuff doesn't bother me. But I can't watch war movies. And then when The Walking Dead really became more about man's inhumanity to other men, I can't handle that.
2: Oh, the humanity.
3: Oh, the
0: humanity. No, that's So you you guys never saw the Whispers, huh? You never saw the Whispers?
2: I saw the Whispers. Okay. I hung around for that long.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, um, that was some pretty gnarly stuff. Do you see the uh, Spike scene?
2: I think so. I'm trying to remember. It's been a couple years. He's just
1: quizzing you because he's trying to, you know, rate your uh, horror <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> mm-hmm. No question. Yeah, he's trying to give you your certification. Whether I mean, it was
3: very traumatic at the beginning watching Walking Dead because zombies were one of my triggers that the Absolutely. out of control. I mean, I saw a zombie when I was in high school and it haunted me. It was so graphically disgusting and creepy and terrifying that zombies were, have always been one of my big fears and watching the walking dead pretty much took care of that as long as you have common sense and you you take care of yourself you know you can
0: it's the people it's the thinking right. things that that are the pro the real problem like i hate like like those kinds of stuff doesn't bother me too much ghosts and like zombies doesn't bother me doesn't scare me it's like the people really scares me i was gonna say yeah.
1: wives And women that are vengeful. (laughs) That
0: that too. That (laughs) That is is his
1: worst fear.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. It's like like the movies that really scare me, I think, when it comes to horror, it's probably like the Purge movies.
1: Or like the women that kill you in your sleep. That too. It's all the same thing. Yeah. So (laughs) you guys seen the Purge stuff?
3: I
2: haven't seen the Purge.
3: I haven't seen the Purge, but they did one. Like I watch American Horror Story and they did kind of a Purge season
0: okay yeah it's concept is people can do whatever they want and people get crazy and they kill everybody off so
3: right right like like it's all i don't know why but i think it i was thinking it was kind of like that movie the strangers that was kind of upsetting and i kept thinking maybe the purge was along those like it's
0: just random acts of violence Mm -hmm. well kind Mm -hmm. of yeah for one night yeah and it's survive or kill or be killed
3: i'm like why wouldn't you move I remember I didn't see. I'm like, why would you even be there? Why wouldn't you be in your like, well, this is all rich people being scared. I'd be like in a bunker. You had a year to prepare for this.
0: Yeah. Well, they explain that in the movie.
3: Oh, okay.
1: Well, this has been so fun learning about your love of (laughs) horror movies and your podcast. Where can our listeners find more out about you and your show and follow along on your journey?
2: Well, you can go anywhere the finer podcasts are available. We're on uh, Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. We're on Twitter at uh, T Podcast, TW Die. We're on Facebook at the Podcast That Wouldn't Die. We're on Instagram, Aaron. We are
3: the podcast that wouldn't die. There's a lot of underscores in that long, <laughs> long name.
1: Well, that's so wonderful. And we really appreciate you all being on here and, you know, bullying me into going to the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, which is still debatable, but oh, it brings me it. joy. it's not scary. It's joyful. <laughs> and Chris, before we go, you promise you're going to watch the call with me?
0: I'll be on a call during the call I'll be on
1: (laughs) a call during the call (laughs) Kevin and Aaron, thank you so much for being here and listeners the podcast that wouldn't die check it out on your podcast player listen subscribe and give them a five star rating and show some support for our friends in the podcasting community that's awesome thank you very much thanks for being here the pod breed network is strictly for the small podcasts that are up and
3: coming in the vast world of podcasting Podbreed is made up of many diverse podcasts coming together to achieve the same goal of being the best
1: damn podcast network on the planet. Find out more at podbreed.com. Well, I loved interviewing Aaron and Kevin. Oh,
0: they were great.
1: I know. But, you know, I'm still not sold on this like idea of watching horror movies and talking about them.
0: Well, there's a lot of podcasts that do that kind of stuff. It's a fun genre to have, you know? I, I
1: it's actually, all fun
0: and games, you know?
1: I actually walked into the house, and I think that you were watching what I would consider a horror movie today. Uh,
0: was it a Hallmark movie?
1: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> You said it was like the movie Alien or something. Oh, that was
0: Aliens. I was like, you yeah, know, I haven't seen Aliens in forever. Isn't
1: that a horror movie? Not really. Don't they like it's eat sci-fi? Rings?
0: No, I do not. It's uh it's a sci-fi Jim Cameron movie.
1: Is that a, a Who Cameron
0: movie? Jim Cameron.
1: Jim Cameron. James Cameron. Oh, James Cameron, Avatar. Well,
0: we call him Jim in the club, you know. No, but isn't Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger in that movie?
0: No, they think of Predator or uh, Terminator and all that stuff. No, No,
1: I thought that he was in Aliens. No, he was not. What big name is in Aliens?
0: Uh, Sigourney Weaver.
1: Oh, okay. And then who else?
0: Uh the guy from Terminator that played the good guy in Terminator.
1: See, okay, see there was somebody from Terminator. <laughs> the I knew first it. guy,
0: uh Bean, I think his name was something. Oh. Bean? Bean. Bean. I don't okay.
1: Know. Anyways, that guy Is it a horror movie though? Do they eat brains? Do they no, do kill eat per- people? Uh yeah. So then it counts as a horror movie, right? Well, yeah, with the fight the aliens. Well, I think that anything that doesn't come on the Hallmark channel during like the Christmas in July or the regular Christmas month is considered a horror movie in my book. Okay. (laughs) Because I only like those. But so of the things that they listed, of the different movies that they listed, are there any that you're going to like check out?
0: Probably not. I'm not a big horror movie fan really myself. You know, like I used to be. A little bit just because it's like the shock and awe of it all, you know, kind of thing. But uh, I don't know. Like some of that horror stuff. Like I used to watch Saw movies. I saw the.
1: Ew. I, I've seen the
0: Saw movies. That's
1: gross. But you know what? You might not watch the horror movies, but you're obsessed with documentaries about serial killers on Netflix. Sometimes. Why? Only uh, the, like all all the cool more ones. All of the
0: cool ones like the uh, Ted Bundy's. What? And, yeah. There's
1: cool serial killers? Oh, yeah,
0: you know? Like serial killers, you think that like nobody even guessed that was a serial killer. Like, boom, he's a serial killer. Like No way. That guy did it. No way. He looks like the guy that would walk the neighbor across the street, like the old grandma across the street kind of guy, you know? And that guy turns out to be the serial killer. No way.
1: That's so crazy. But you watch those all the time. And I've always wondered about you. Like, what's the fascination? Are you like plotting against me?
0: Now let's look for tips.
1: That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had so much fun interviewing Aaron and Kevin and we really appreciated having them on the show and you can definitely... Check out all about them in the show notes. And do you have anything else to add, Chris, before we wrap this up? Oh,
0: well, you always can go to our website, which now Chris just uh, improved the well, website. Are
1: we talking in third person now? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah of course I do. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Our website is chrisandchristineshow.com. It doesn't matter how you spell it.
1: Well, but it's Chris and Christine with Ks. But if you misspell it, you'll still find us, right? You,
0: you can do Chris and Christine with a CH. No,
1: no, no, Christine with a C-H. It's always Christine with a K. And it's Chris, Chris and with a K. Christine Show. Yes, and you can check us out. And definitely, if you're listening to this on your Apple Podcast Player, we would love it if you could leave us a review. Not just those five stars, but also some words of encouragement to help us along on the journey. Chris likes to read those to himself as his bedtime story.
0: Actually, I screenshot them. I post them everywhere. He does. Uh,
1: He'll screenshot them and text them to me like, babe, 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 look at what we just got. It's like a five-star review and look at the comments. But we do like the comments. We love that you just click the stars, but we would love it if you... Leave us a little snippet so that Chris can put it as his affirmations on the mirror to read every morning. Thank you so much.
0: I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. And thank you so much for sticking with us for this episode. And we will be back with you next week.